I had a very disarming and then very funny experience on the bus home today. Got it. Go on. So um, I've mentioned, I think, this specific child before. Um, there's a child who rides the bus when I catch the 530 bus <laughs> instead of the like 517 bus okay. and her ride, father, ride. Okay. <laughs> but she's a toddler. Or I, her adult friend. <laughs> right. Whose lap she sits on. Um, she, I think I've mentioned her before in an Imatua mm-hmm. because she just was screaming the wheel, wheels on the bus go round and round while on the bus and it was... So pure. Yes. So today. I think that might have been one of our first Imachwas. An early one. Early Imachwa. Uh, Imachwa. Yeah. <laughs> Imachwa. <laughs> so this child, who we're going to call Bus Baby. Okay. So Bus Baby was on the bus. And she and her father were sitting on the bus. She was looking at his phone playing a game. <laughs> This girl and her friend Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Her adult friend Jerry. Her adult friend Jerry. It's nothing weird about it. So she was playing a game on the phone where I assumed just based off of some of the chatter that was going on around like, that's uh, this kind of car and what color is that? It's green. Stuff like that. It was a, clearly like a recognizing colors, recognizing cars kind of game. But then the father said, and we're driving on the road on this bus, and she says to the child, did you see that flipped over car? <laughs> and everyone on the bus's heads went Shoom, and looked over to where <laughs> he was there in, in clear panic that like on the other side, panic, excitement, like just a, a perfect microcosm of why traffic rubbernecks. Like if there's a an accident, everyone's like, ooh, what happened over here? <laughs> everyone was just so freaking horny for that flipped over car <laughs> that they looked over and then we're like oh it's a child's game it's a child's game well you know you think it's a child's game but what if that was grand theft auto right <laughs> like, did you see that man we just ran over <laughs> yeah, right, exactly what, <laughs> what p- color is the drug dealer's shirt yeah. <laughs> I uh, I had I, I had these friends that were very into Grand Theft Auto in a way that college boys were, and I always thought the most fun thing uh, was to beg and plead for a turn and then follow every law. <laughs> so like stop at every stop sign and be very careful with your driving. Hand <laughs> signal when the <laughs> yeah. when the light is out. Beep, beep. <laughs> Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we're here to talk with you about the earnest and sincere topics of the day. And what's our topic today, Josh? It's the seven seas. (laughs) Ahoy! (laughs) And we're talking like this the whole podcast. (laughs) Why are you... You suddenly were like hillbilly elegy. Oh, okay. Not every pirate says their R's like that. You, you're telling me in the history of pirates, not one came out of the deep south? That's wild. That's probably fair, but I, wouldn't there be <laughs> such pressure? You know what I mean? There'd be such peer pressure. Yes. <laughs> to, to just put in all your R's and be like a, be a scallywag. You know what now, I mean? What? Now, and, and, and pirates came from all over. Pirates continue to come from all over. Sure. If you're a pirate listener, reach out. Yeah, please. But the the pirate voice that we think of. Yes. What is that derived from? It's kind of like when you mix all the colors together. Mm-hmm. It makes brown. 
Mm-hmm. When you mix every accent together, it makes a pirate it accent. It makes a pirate accent. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you know that America exists because of pirates? Go on. Go on. Okay, great. So not our greatest president, but certainly our most colorful president, Andrew Jackson. Uh-huh. I can say that, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's... Look, I'm not, I, he was a bad guy. A, a horrible human being. But he was interesting. Yeah, for sure interesting. You know. Uh, so Andrew Jackson was uh, like a, uh, a surgeon or a general. He was a general, I think, in uh, the War of 1812. So... Uh, he's definitely not the Surgeon General. He was the, the Surgeon General. Uh, this is before he was president. So um, Andrew Jackson got to New Orleans where like this whole battle was going down. And he he got down there and there was nothing. Like there was nothing. There was like a thousand dudes and like they'd never been part of a war. And there were two boats and they were going against the British Army, which uh-huh. is, I mean, at the time, the most powerful military in the world. Sure. And so. Uh, well, Navy. <laughs> Well, you know, whatever. Uh, so Andrew Jackson befriended a pirate. Uh, Lafitte was his name. Uh, and, uh, How do you spell that? L-A-F-I-T-T-E. So New Orleans had eight ships that it had taken from Lafitte. It was charging a bunch of the pirates for pirate crimes. And Jackson was like, hey, Lafitte, if you help us defend America, uh-huh. y'all are pardoned. And they did. Whoa. And uh, they won the battle. That's amazing. <laughs> Isn't that wild? That is wild. Mm-hmm. Just to prove once again that if you can buy enough mercenaries, anything is possible. <laughs> now, and I can't find anything uh, about this in, in the article I found to confirm this, but I believe it turns out the war had actually ended yep. well this, before. I remember this. is that yeah. It's like a full week or month <laughs> beforehand. The war had <laughs> ended, but the news hadn't gotten there yet. And so he not only befriended and <laughs> bought off and pardoned pirates. Full pardon. Full pardon. No questions asked. No questions asked. And in fact, said about them, they, quote, exhibited courage and fidelity, uh, really said wonderful things about them. But he also risked their lives and killed thousands of other people even though he didn't have to but did he know that the war was over that's that's kind of the question so here's the thing based on his track record yeah i don't know he may have already known um my other favorite not i I hesitate to say favorite andrew jackson story because again bad guy but um i went to his house because i uh because he invited me over he invited me over and I uh, this is not are a bit. Canc- are we canceling you? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, for <laughs> for going to Andrew Jackson's house. Uh, no, because I I uh, am trying to go to every president's house. Uh, historically, <laughs> and I've been to a lot. Okay. Um, and what uh, percentage are you at? Uh hundred. Just kidding. No, I don't know. <laughs> a bunch. Uh, only the bad ones. Um, <laughs> and uh, so Andrew Jackson had this pet parrot that he had gotten as a gift. Mm-hmm. And he kept this parrot with him all the time. Like the parrot was in his house, in his home, in his office. Like this parrot was always with him. And uh, when he died, his peop- he, his friends were like, well, he loved this parrot so much. The parrot needs to be at the funeral. Like it is sure. only, yes. it's only fair. It's only logical. And the parrot had to be removed almost immediately because it would not stop swearing. So they were in the funeral and this parrot is just going off with the f word <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and somebody had to get up and just 
take the parrot outside. I, I like this for two reasons. Yeah. The first is I like to think that the parrot is either just realizing what mortality is <laughs> and he's like, fuck, 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 fuck. Oh my God. <laughs> is this going to happen to me? <laughs> Or that the parrot was just roasting everyone there. It's like, I've got a few thoughts about what you've said to my owner. The other reason I like this is that this confirms that he was probably a pirate. Because who has parrots that are their best friends? Pirate captains. Wow, you just brought this back around. I did. Paula, can you name all seven seas? Yes. And? Adriatic. Okay. Dead Sea. Okay. Mediterranean Sea. Uh huh. Stay Sea. His <laughs> mom. Tracy. Lay Sea. Okay. May Sea. We need one more. Oh, um, Racy. Oh. In the sexy way. Yeah, very good. Mm-hmm. Those are all of them. Yeah, I think what's weird is that. There are seven oceans, right? No idea. There's two. (laughs) No, there's seven oceans. Pacific, Atlantic. (laughs) Are the seven oceans the seven seas? That's what I... Is a sea different than an ocean? It is. A sea is different than an ocean. See, these are the things they should teach you in school. Well, they probably did. I just wasn't listening. You know what? Nope. I'm wrong. I'm Googling it right now, and I feel like I should have known this by now. The... There's five oceans. (laughs) So the seven seas, according to our good friends at Wikipedia, mm-hmm. Wikipedia, Wikipedia. Uh, is an ancient phrase for all the world's oceans. Since the 19th century, the term has been taken to include seven oceanic bodies of water. The Arctic Ocean, the North Atlantic Ocean, the South Atlantic Ocean, the Indian Ocean, the North Pacific Ocean, the South Pacific Ocean, and the Southern or Antarctic Ocean. Well, that just shows you how dumb everybody in the past was. Yep, for sure. Thinking the Atlantic was two separate oceans. (laughs) (laughs) Read a book. Where's the divider, honey? (laughs) It's not like they paint the equator. (laughs) What if they did paint the equator? Or like, you know how in football on TV? No. (laughs) (laughs) Just go with me here. You know how in football on TV... They like have a graphic where it shows you where the first down line is. Say yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what if they? I thought that was really there. No, it's not. There are lines for each ten yards, but that yellow line that moves, they can't see it. Only people on TV can see it. Why would you go to a game? Then? Yeah, no. Football games are notoriously, and some might say famously, incredibly boring to be at in person. Because there's so many TV breaks. Yeah. Anyway. My did you catch the playoffs? I did. I did. I saw it a little bit. Oh, my God. You're doing this thing can again. You, can you believe that last play? They, the, they were both blowouts. <laughs> yeah, but what blowouts they were, right? <laughs> did you see that catch? Which catch? Uh, I think it was in the, it was in the first half. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, what they I'm were trying, showing the <laughs> what I'm trying to say is a you're very good at that. Thank and you. B what if they do use that same kind of like superimposed technology on the Earth to show like the equator and the various different lines of longitude and latitude? And I'm saying this out loud, thinking this would be fun. But what would happen is I'd have that happen, and I'd go to it, and it'd be like, 
Huh. And that would be it. That would be the extent <laughs> of the whole thing. That would probably be a pretty good Instagram. And be billions of dollars <laughs> to superimpose this <laughs> stupid yellow line that says equator in every language known to man. And all anyone would do is take an Instagram bite or go like, okay. Huh. <laughs> that was a pain in the ass to get to. <laughs> you know, honestly, I liked it better when I was in four states at once. <laughs> <laughs> Can we go back to that world's largest truck stop? <laughs> hey, Josh, do you remember the movie Pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> I do remember the movie Pirates of the Caribbean. Do you know the weirdest part about Pirates of the Caribbean? Um, how they were able to get A-list actors to be in a movie about a lame ride from Disney World. Uh, that is weird. But the weirdest part is that a whole generation of uh, young people saw that movie and became thirsty for Johnny Depp's character. Yeah, the 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 dirty boy. What's his name in that movie? Captain Jack Sparrow. Captain Jack Sparrow. Which is burned into my memory because it was just so important to the zeitgeist. People, I mean, so many gals had a poster of dirty, disgusting Johnny Depp in their locker. Like, that was people's sexual awakening. Yeah. They were presented with Orlando Bloom in his prime. Mm-hmm. And they said, not that one. No. Not the man who also played Legolas yeah. in Lord of the Rings. Mm, no, I, yes, agreed. <laughs> wig was a lot. <laughs> sure, sure. It was. It was a lot of. It was a lot of wig, but he was also, you know, dreamy. Not for me. Um, I don't like someone on a horse. Okay, you don't like. You know, it's too much. <laughs> um, yeah, but people saw the two of them and a overwhelming amount picked. Johnny Depp. Why do you think that that happened? I have no uh, idea. His uh, character had, his character looked like he smelled horrible. Right? Yes. And he he was clearly the worst person yeah. in that movie. And like there were villains. All the time. Yeah. It was, if you were to be like, haha, let me make the funniest version of like, oh, this is like the boy I want to change. Or whatever, like that's horrible. Like, like I can change him. I can make him better. <laughs> it's like, but like, let me find a greasy man with eyeliner and like thick eyeliner, absolutely wasted out of his mind. Yeah, and like and like rubbing fish in his pits. <laughs> <laughs> and that, you know what? Slap a poster of him in my locker. Yeah, right. See, that's the thing that people don't think about with the sea. Go it on. all smells like fish. It smells like salty fish all yeah. the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And you have to poop off the side of the boat. No, they had <laughs> bathrooms. I don't think in that point in time in I've history. I've been on that... a cruise ship. They had bathrooms. Yes, because we were on a pirate cruise ship. <laughs> the all I you... was on a pirate ship. Yeah. <laughs> sailing around. And I was like, I mean, the in the entertainment they have is unbeatable, but it's the, the viol- buffet doesn't yeah, feel. Gonna... <laughs> we have an all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> They're just trying to make a few bucks. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. When they're not pirating during the bad months, <laughs> they open up a fully legitimate cruise business, like an immersive cruise business. <laughs> Paul, you have been on a cruise before, though. Yes. I've never been on a cruise. Oh, well, yeah. I'll tell you what. You're missing out because they rule. So we never went on cruises because my mom 
saw the movie The Poseidon Adventure mm. when she was too young to see the movie The Poseidon Adventure. I feel like you're always too young to see that movie. It's very scary. Yeah, and so she has absolutely no desire to ever get on a boat. Yeah. So we never went on a cruise. Mm. But it always looked like they were having so much fun. And like the fact that they have a slide, a water slide on a ship, yeah. it just feels like, wow, like the height of human invention. You're you're <laughs> on the water. Golf? You're on the water on the water. Yeah. There's everything you could want. There's a mini golf. There's a Johnny Rockets. <laughs> There's a, a group of young people who put alcohol in a Listerine bottle and then you go into their room and you're doing shots of it and it still kind of tastes minty. Uh-huh. Um, they've got everything. When did you go on a cruise? What cruise did you go on? I went on a Royal Caribbean cruise with David's family uh, many, many decades ago. Mm. Um, and it was great. I thought I was not going to like a cruise. Okay. Um. Because there's there's something in me that's like, if I'm going on vacation, I have to like crawl through a sewer. And, okay. Um, I, I like the Ex- idea of roughing it. Sure, 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 sure. I don't like roughing it, but I like the idea of it. And uh, <laughs> a cruise, everything is taken care of. Sure. Your entire job is like, wake up. <laughs> there's things around. And it's delightful. There's several soft serve ice cream machines. Several. Get whatever you want. <laughs> Load on up. Load on up. <laughs> Load on up. Um, it, it's it's weird though because cruises are essentially like a tiny functioning society. Okay. Meaning like there there's there's fun things to do. Uh-huh. Uh there's also like a bank. Okay. And a morgue on board. Um, In case someone a lot of people die on cruise ships. Really? Yeah, a lot of people die on cruise ships. They don't just Hoist them over? No, they don't just hoist them over. Um, but yeah, I mean, a cruise is a is a tiny little functioning society where with a mayor, with, <laughs> with a mayor, the captain, uh huh, and um, sometimes sushi. Sure, <laughs> sure. That's what I was most excited about. I love that. Like the sea seems to have. It's always the exception to the rule, mm-hmm. where it's like you need to be a priest or a rabbi or like get an internet certificate to marry people. But if you're a captain, <laughs> go the frick ahead. Just get, just marry people without when it, every day, all day. Yeah. <laughs> um, or alternatively that like there's law and then there's maritime law. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing about maritime law. It's just the joke I always make to all my friends who are in law school. Maritime law. Yeah. Uh, More like married time law because the captain's marrying everyone. Um, Do you know what else is cool about cruise ships? What? Sometimes they're themed. (laughs) Okay, sure. So sometimes if you're a person who really, really loves a thing and you think I get in general one vacation a year. Sure. And I would like to spend it with other people who really love this thing. Yeah, totally. And the thing that you love could be anything from knitting to Kid Rock. Yeah. Anime. Anime. Or The Kid Impractical Rock. Jokers have one. <laughs> the Impractical Jokers have a cruise? Yes. Is it specifically Impractical Jokers or is it like... It's the Impractical Jokers cruise. Oh, it's not even like the network that they're on. No, it's the Impractical Jokers cruise. And listeners, if you love me, we will go. <laughs> We're setting up a somebody Patreon just wants, account. <laughs> somebody just wants to pay, I'll go with. Paula recently 
mentioned raised a lot of money this is actually a very cool thing paula raised a lot of money for australian wildlife relief Mm -hmm. which is really amazing and really what was the final number uh 1365 dollars. that's really amazing thanks also, if you want, just kidding, it was not out of my pocket. Also, as part of that bit slash very nice thing, she put her Venmo on on uh, <laughs> on Twitter. If you want to Venmo her for one of these tickets Look, to go on this impra- five grand, so Josh and I can go on the Impractical Jokers cruise because <laughs> you're coming with me. What level of package are we getting? If that's the case, I want the one where I sleep in bed with them, <laughs> not in a creepy way. <laughs> In a life partner I'm way. I'm assuming they sleep in a giant bed. Well, they can't be. Yeah, the five, four of them. I'm the fifth. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but and okay. you're in the middle. <laughs> Snug as a bug in a rug. And I'm on the floor. You're at the end of the foot of the bed. Like a dog. <laughs> like a dog. You didn't pay as much as I did. <laughs> you paid close, but not as much. Um, so. <laughs> Can I tell you my favorite thing that I learned about themed cruises? Okay, please. So when you see a themed cruise, uh, in this article I read was specifically about Kid Rock. So we'll just use that as an example. Oh, I thought you were just naming someone who's bad. No, there's a there's a <laughs> big, big, big Kid Rock cruise. Sure. Uh, so they sell tickets to the Kid Rock cruise. Okay. But they don't sell the whole boat out. Okay. So they'll be like, great. These 400 people are part of the Kid Rock cruise. But there's like 6,000 people on a boat. Sure. Which means there's 5,600 people who are not part of the Kid Rock cruise. Okay. But they are on the boat. Okay. (laughs) I love that. I love the like turf wars around what I can imagine are like some of the pools. I'm just imagining like the Kid Rock tour. Yeah. There's a really good article. I'll see if I can find it and I'll post it. But I think it's by the New York Magazine. Yeah. Like that plus... Like, I don't know, the crochet, yeah. yeah, or like <laughs> plant-based vegan adventures. <laughs> the NPR cruise. Yes, yeah. <laughs> We're here with Child Rock. <laughs> now, uh, can you imagine? <laughs> I don't know how theme cruises work, but my guess is perhaps. They'll be like, great, there's 6,000 people that can fit on this cruise. Sure. So if you sell 6,000 tickets to this Kid Rock cruise, this whole boat's going to be a Kid Rock cruise. I imagine it's like conferences where you get like conference centers will have, you can have as many rooms as you need in there. Right. You rent out the room, so you rent out a percentage of the boat. But like from the jump, you may be like, oh no, we're not a 6,000 person theme cruise. But what if, what if it's my way? Okay. <laughs> And you and I are like, let's go on a cruise. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and we don't realize that 5,998 of the Kid Rock cruise has sold. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And so we're just on a boat. We're just yeah. like with them, but not part of their cruise. Hell yeah. So they're all talking about the concert. We didn't get to go. <laughs> uh-huh. Paula, if you were to go on a themed cruise, mm-hmm. what do you think the themed cruise would be that you would be most excited about buying the tickets for? And then two days into the 10-day cruise, we'd be like, what did I do? I'm stuck with this for the next 10 days, and I'm at sea. Uh, So definitely I would buy something as a bit. Okay. So definitely I would. Okay, so in this world, I'm an eccentric millionaire. Sure. Yeah, money, money doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm assuming that I drank a lot of, like, what do rich people drink? Andre? 
I drank a bunch of Andre and oh, I, I said, oh my God, there's a Yeehaw cruise <laughs> <laughs> or something like, like a Golden Girls cruise. Uh-huh. And I was like, I like that. And then I'd book it and then I'd be like, I don't like it enough. Yeah. It's like going to a concert where your friends are really into the band mm-hmm. and, and you, you go thought along you were too. too. Yeah. And you went and you know, like two of their songs, but like everyone knows all the words, but for 10 days and you're not on land. <laughs> And there's no getting off. And there's no getting off at all. And and anyone, and the only way to get off is to sink the ship. And anybody who's that into a cruise, into a theme cruise. And if you want to go on a theme cruise, good on you. Because there are some I've sure. seen that I would certainly go on. Sure. Um, But you know all anybody wants to talk about is the thing they're there for the theme cruise for. Mm-hmm. Because you don't get to... You don't get to only talk about Kid Rock in your daily life. Right, exactly. But if you're surrounded by other Kid Rock fans, that's all you want to talk about. Exactly. So that would be 10 days of eating, sleeping, breathing that thing. Yeah. What would you pick? For what I would think I could actually do or what I would No, no, no. What you would think you could and then you couldn't. I think it would be like board games. (laughs) (laughs) Because I like board games. Yeah. I like board games. Yeah. People get really into board games. Yeah. And you think that you are, and then you meet people who are. Right. It's the difference between having a game night and being a tabletop gamer. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) having a regular board game night where you have fun with your friends versus like, we're playing this game that takes three hours and it's got several sessions. Yeah. And like, I don't like this one because of the like way that the risk percentage work like i don't even know yeah. like people are doing math while they're playing board and games they're constantly making references to other board games uh-huh. and you're like is that like monopoly and uh-huh. they're like get out of here <laughs> philistine i <laughs> <laughs> spit on you now what i would do uh-huh. wine cruise i would do a wine cruise oh no 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 you think you would do a wine cruise <laughs> you are falling right into this trap I am, uh, t- Josh, tell me why okay so here's why there's people who like wine Sure. And then there's wine people. <laughs> sure. And you, when you drink a glass of wine, you like to say what the wine is. Yeah. But then you'll continue on with your life. Uh-huh. Not people who go on a wine cruise. Okay. That's what I promise you. Interesting. But the whole talk is going to be about phosphates. Red. Uh, <laughs> white. White. <laughs> Regions you've never heard of. <laughs> Paula. What? You know how we got big toes? Yeah. Oh, I thought, okay. Truly, this is not a bit. I thought you were insulting me. No. I was like, get out of here. No, I have a huge big toe. Do this is really? more of a self burn. Yeah. For all you people who want to Google Josh Linden feet, <laughs> you're not going to get anything. <laughs> There's a surprise waiting for you. <laughs> anyway, I was going to do a whole thing about uh, opposable thumbs. But anyway, this is four thumbs up. <laughs> Four Thumbs Up is our segment where we talk about earnest reviews of things from across the internet. And Paula, what are we going to talk about today? So today's reviews come from TripAdvisor, and they are of Long John Silvers in Cumberland, Maryland. Specifically the location at 1295 National Highway. So if you're in Cumberland, Maryland, or you're driving through it, 
This would be a great time to pull over. <laughs> so I will say right now it is ranked four of seven of Quick Bites in Cumberland. Okay. And overall is only three and a half stars. Okay. But there are a couple five stars reviews of people who are loving this Long John Silver's. Have you ever been to a Long John Silver's? I think I've been to one once, but I, I mean, it was years ago. I was a kid. I have never been to one because I'm a little bit afraid of like, the fish variety of fast food. Me too, unless it's shrimp. Yeah, somehow shrimp's okay. Somehow shrimp. You know what? I'd eat shrimp that had been sitting in a in a trash can in the sun for four days. Would you? <laughs> I don't know. Let's find out. <laughs> we'll report back to you. Um, so Paula, hit me with one of these. All right. So this one is by a woman named Karen, whose photo is the most earnest thing I've ever seen. Okay. It is Karen and a gentleman clinging to each other and her hand is on his chest and they look so in love. And, uh, Karen has written many reviews as you can see by the number. So I love her. So she says, so bad for you, but so good. <laughs> Karen says long John Silver's is one of my favorite guilty pleasures. I know it's bad for me, but I can't pass up the unique flavor of their fish and chicken planks when we visit my family in the Western Maryland area. <laughs> it sounds like marketing copy <laughs> where they're like, they put so many quiet and so many like qualifiers on it. Like, I love the taste of the, uh, this is the Western Maryland area's best chicken planks. It's also the only place that it calls chicken fingers chicken planks. But. Um, it continues, it's not great as a steady diet. <laughs> oh God, I was. But, <laughs> but for an occasional treat, it's delicious. Uh, Karen can have a little Long John Silver's as, as a, a treat. treat. Karen adds, oh, comma. And the coleslaw is really good, too. Five stars. <laughs> mm, Karen tells it like it is. Karen you know tells it like it is. This one is from Danner. Hi, it's Danner. a five-star review from 2015. Um, it says, been a long time. <laughs> yes, it had been a while since I ate at one of these. Had the need for a fish and chip fix. <laughs> And this met my need as it was within walking distance of the best Western hotel. <laughs> five out of five stars. <laughs> I like the idea. It's like, it's like uh, we got to get him that review. Yeah, it's like, I'm feeling quite, I'm feeling quite limey today. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Just feeling really continental. <laughs> Um, there, there's a, there's a couple more really good ones, but, uh, I also want to just take a moment to appreciate the three star ones where they're like, this is fine. Yeah, <laughs> right, like, Thank exactly. you for taking the time. Okay. I love this one. It's from John P. Okay. John P. Gives a five star review. Okay. And it's called love long John's hyphen, but exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. Not to slam LJ's, but a warning. LJ's? <laughs> I developed a shellfish allergy at, quote, my current age. <laughs> Let's just say I've been eating shellfish for over 45 years. Is he 45? Since the <laughs> Is that the age? That must be the age. Wait, does, wait hold on. I'm so sorry. Sure, you're going to ask me a lot of questions, and I personally haven't asked John no, PVs, but. Um, I just like the idea that maybe where he's like, at, quote, unquote, at my current age. It's like John P's like, no, man, I live outside time. 
<laughs> I'm a I'm a time walker. I'm a time lord, my dude. <laughs> my dude. I've been jumping in and out of the time stream, and I just happened to be at the it needed a fish and chip fix. <laughs> um. So okay. Since the sudden onset of the allergy, I've avoided LJs for fear of cross contamination. I had to have a few pieces of fish. Okay. <laughs> and ain't that relatable? <laughs> it's like, I know dairy's going to fuck me up. So John says, sure enough, I had a mild reaction. <laughs> so if you long John's people are reading, please be careful. I and people like me want to keep eating your fish. <laughs> wait, Five so, stars. So wait, so, <laughs> so wait, the point of this review is... So the action item, if this were a meeting at work, mm -hmm. the action item would be like, all right, well, we got a review into this Long John Silver's that Paula, you and I French both own and manage yes. for the franchisees. Well, let's read through the reviews. Well, can we take any action items away from our reviews? I think what I would say is it sounds like this guy wants to eat at Long John Silver's, but doesn't want any fish. <laughs> Doesn't want us to serve any fish. Is there anything we can do with that? No, no, no. He's not going to buy the chicken planks. He didn't come here. He came here for the fish. There's chicken as an option. There is John's chicken. like, no. no I, I, I can get chicken elsewhere. I said I had to have some fish. Oh, my God. Wait. What did you say his name was? John. Is this Long John? <laughs> it's a trick. He's like um, undercover bossing them. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> or what if this is his artistic choice where Long John P, the one thing he loved most in this world, is the one thing that's going to kill him. <laughs> so something that happens when you're out at sea is sometimes you get scurvy. Mm. It feels like a very specific disease to get do or, people still get scurvy i don't think people get scurvy because we figured it out and it's limes and and uh citrus and things like that that you need to do that mm -hmm. so that's actually where the term you know how americans are like ugh, that limey bastard yeah about brits sure that's where that comes from is because i mean they, people don't i i've read that phrase i don't think yeah, I've, ever, sure. I've ever never heard someone actually like say, say it, it out yeah. loud say it out loud because it's not 1920 and we don't have yeah. mustaches <laughs> um and we have planes now instead of boats yeah no but limey was a derogatory term for british people because they would have limes on the ships and so they would smell like lime oh i can be way worse that's where gin and tonics got popularized because it was a drink because when you're out at sea you don't want to be sober no 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 and when you're I mean, a sailor that, that holds true today yeah dark sky at night have a drink <laughs> red sky at night have I a drink, drink. <laughs> yeah um but so gin and tonics came about because they were a drink that went well that's that kept well and it worked with uh with limes and so you would get your vitamin c and you would stave off scurvy and you get a little toasted. I love that. They really cracked the code. Yeah, right? That and all the, you know, stealing of natural resources from around the world. Well, you know, a little column A. <laughs> <laughs> little, little. Uh, but I do want to talk about the most important captain of all time. Hmm. Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. Yeah. Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. Paula, do you know Captain Crunch's real name? Yes. <laughs> what is it? 
First off, it's Cap'n Crunch. Yes, it's Cap'n Crunch. Cap'n Crunch. So Cap'n is an app. He's not a captain. Mm-hmm. And that's why his outfit doesn't make any sense. Okay. And Cap'n is an acronym. Okay. And it stands for <laughs> cereal. I'll have some of that. A-P-N. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'd like to talk about a uh, a Wall Street Journal article from 2013 okay. where they dug into this. Is it about Gavin Grunge? It is. About the financial crisis? His full name is Horatio Magellan Crunch. What? His official full name is Horatio Magellan Crunch. He captains a ship named the Guppy and was born, quote unquote, on Crunch Island in the Sea of Milk, a magical place with talking trees, crazy creatures, and a whole mountain... Mount Crushmore. <laughs> Sorry, Crunchmore. Mount Crushmore for Crunchmore. you idiots. <laughs> Mount Crunchmore for you people who don't know their geography. Made out of Cap'n Crunch cereal. Wait, wait, wait. So he grew up on a mountain. Yeah. And as a little boy, he said, what is that mountain made of? And they were like, Captain Crunch cereal. And he's like, got it. And then later they were like, what's your name? And he was like, Captain In Crunch. Crunch. Captain Horatio Magellan Crunch, <laughs> <laughs> named after two other famous seafaring captains. I like the idea that like Captain Crunch is a non-renewable resource that only is on Crunch Island or whatever the hell they <laughs> called it. And he's the one broker. He's exploiting them. He's completely exploiting it. And most world they economy is... They lived in a peaceful society. Yes, he has... The world economy is based on the price of Cap'n Crunch <laughs> because he he can put it to whatever he wants <laughs> because he's the only distributor. It's also like blockchain. So the price of Cap'n Crunch is like <laughs> you can buy cappies or whatever. And it's like a Bitcoin-esque <laughs> economy. <laughs> uh, oops, I'll bear Also, h- how gross would a sea of milk be oh because it there's it's gonna be curdled yeah right exactly like it sounds great in theory but does it, it? <laughs> well you know I, no but <laughs> trying to make small talk here uh <laughs> trying to trying to host a podcast here John. Right, well let's let's yes let's ask yes and a little bit <laughs> uh no i think but in theory it's like oh this mountain is made of cereal how convenient. Sure. Okay, so if this mountain is made of cereal and it's on, or Crunch Island is made of Cap'n Crunch, and this, it's the sea of milk, wouldn't it get soggy over time? And this, yeah, the island really is a mess. Yeah. It was like this island Wait, was birds from the sea, what, and for one minute it was good. What? What if it's a, a horrible backstory where he was born on this island, <gasps> but the whole reason he's a sea captain is because he had to leave because his Captain Crunch Island sank into the sea. A soggy mess. A soggy mess. And as he took his hat <laughs> off, as he was on Watched his ship. Watched his family the, go under. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he waved goodbye. As they'd given him all the knowledge he needed of his people as he set <laughs> off to sing their songs and tell their tales. <laughs> We have a story back where I come from called Oops All Berries. (laughs) (laughs) Sing sing me the song of the peanut butter crunch. (laughs) 
You do bring up a good point here. Thank you. Sea shanties. Oh, yeah. What do you know about them? Well, so sea shanties, I feel like everyone when they're a little kid, because they're repetitive Mm -hmm. and easy melodies, like it's a classic way to learn around you know, so what I, mean? I like think this might be one of those classic Josh experiences that that's not the case. Did you have music class in elementary school? Yeah, but I don't think we were singing sea shanties. Well, we did like, what do you do with the drunken sailor? What do you do with the drunken sailor? What do you Is do with a- the drunken sailor like in the morning? And All right, you, maybe I'll allow that. Yeah, <laughs> you do that kind of stuff. Um, um or was was that just seafaring New England? Was I think that, that might just coastal New England? That might have been coastal. Where, where they I, were teaching well, us all how to go out to sea as we crab <laughs> and all our women to stand on widows' walks and look <laughs> at and wonder when their husbands would come home. Um, I remember making a rainstorm. You know, with, where, with the rain. Oh. No, no, no. Where you would like tap on your legs and sure. you'd go around, but. But, I mean, I guess that was kind of our sea shanty. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, you seem like someone who would have gotten real into sea shanties. So there was a small moment of it because it. I... <laughs> called it. <laughs> I was a camp counselor, a drama camp counselor, for two years when I was in high school and college. And I kind of... I did not direct the show, but I was kind of... Assistant directing slash producing slash another camp counselor there. <laughs> You're know. the producer. Yeah, I don't know at all. Uh, You're not going to make it in this business, kid. Yeah, exactly. Show I, a little leg. Which, which I said to the eight-year-olds in the show. Got to show some more leg. Yeah. <laughs> God. Smile more, kid. Um, Here, take these. They're called uppers. <laughs> God. It's just pixie you sticks. Get, you gotta get to sleep tonight. Take these down. <laughs> Anybody ask, tell them I discovered you on a malt shop. <laughs> That's true. That's what uh, the old starlets used to, um, they used to like make up those stories of like, Lana Turner was discovered in a shake shop. And it's like, no, she wasn't. <laughs> um, anyway, so one of the years we did Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. And I was in charge of finding all the sound cues. Mm-hmm. And so I downloaded an entire album off of iTunes of Sea Shanties. Ken? And, you know, it is still in my Apple Music, and it is still associated with that account. And every once in a while, if I feel like playing my songs on shuffle, about, like, every fifth song is a Sea Shanty that just pops up where I'm, like, jam into a really cool song and I'm like on the bus or I'm walking somewhere and it's super great. And then it's just like, Hey, hold up. She rises. Hey, hold up. She rises. <laughs> I have the same thing with French accordion music. When we did beauty and the beast the year before Ooh. mournful, mournful accordion music. Ooh. I don't have sea shanties, but I do have two versions of Oh Canada. <laughs> Not for a show. I just think it's a beautiful song. <laughs> It's better than our national anthem. <laughs> so, Paula. Yeah. Let's say that we're on a ship. And I'm sorry to tell you this, but the ship has sunk. Bleep! <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> we still have our recording equipment. Oh, thank God. <laughs> and internet we let, access. We let everyone else drown. Yeah, right. Yeah, we could have But we saved. have the adapter and the mic. Yeah, and I have the stupid little thing because I've got a Mac I've got a MacBook that's got the USB C, so I had to get the dongle. I imagine it won't take us, USB. I imagine us being in the lifeboat 
and everybody's drowning. And we scramble back in and they're like, thank God, Paula, Josh, we knew you wouldn't leave us behind. And we go, shh, 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 shh. Where's the cords? Where's the cords? And we go off and on the boat seven, eight times. And anytime anyone tries to get jump on the lifeboat, we're like, no, no, that's where the mic is going. The acoustics will be terrible. Anyway. Yeah. We find ourselves on a desert, deserted is it island. Is a tropical one? It is a tropical one. All right. It's, I, look. I'm not doing wilderness. Yeah. Okay. You know? Here's what I would say. It's a little bit of, it's a little bit of everything. It's an ideal island where like you could be on the beach or you could go into wilderness, but it's not too hot, not too cold. You know what I mean? It's like at a nice uh, latitude. Um, and so we make it. Okay. God rest everyone else's soul. <laughs> Who do you? They belong to the sea now. (laughs) They have a one-way ticket to Davy Jones. (laughs) Who do you think would be the best third person to be there with us if one person survived this shipwreck? Okay, but we're ruling out friends and family, right? Yes, definitely. Okay, so we're not being like, who's our favorite listener? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, no, it's a celebrity, a currently living celebrity. Yeah. Who would be the best person to be on the island? So are we talking in hotness? Are we getting off this island ever? No, we're never getting off the island. Unless there's some, like, miracle. We're not planning on getting off this island. So we have to start so a society on this. Okay, well, the correct answer is we need, we need like, a Bear grills, right? Yeah, which we've talked about before. We need someone who's going to be able to forage. Because you and I are going to be useless. Yeah, for sure. We're both like going to be like the bards of the island. Yeah, like there's sure. no, there's, we're not, not, not going to be helpful. Sing you a song <laughs> of a ship that sank on sea one Easter I morning. I also am picturing us being like, I mean, we've read enough books. <laughs> so we landed, we're like, all right, we need shelter. We need food. Great. And then we're both dead within a day because our shelter is like, I made one and it was like an anthill and they bit us off. I just made a hole in this (laughs) anthill. And I'm like, I found us some food and it's just all poisonous mushrooms and poisonous berries. Sure. So we need, the the correct answer is we need a Bear Grylls type of person. Sure, sure, sure. But it would be more fun. (laughs) But also, but also that's a really funny vibe to me. It's like me and you being like, <laughs> us just screaming at each other about historical figures and then Bear Girls being like, I would rather be alone. I'm just imagining, yeah, well, because I mean, to the, take care of us two babies. Because I think the funnier thing there would be like, for example, like a Nick Offerman type mm-hmm. would be like, I don't want to deal with either of you and would just make his own shelter elsewhere. Versus Bear Girls would be very into the idea, be like, I got this. Like, we're all in this together. Bear, I didn't realize Bear Girls was British. Maybe. I don't know. He uh, could walk in here right now screaming his name and I'd go, never seen you. Yeah. But so he, I think he would be into the idea of hanging out with us and yeah. like want to make it better. And then it would slowly, thus the joy would fade from <laughs> his eyes <laughs> as he realized that we were going to be no help. And the problem is, I think my, my issue is that I would try to be helpful. Yeah. In a way that was counterproductive. <laughs> Yeah, that holds up. <laughs> Where I'd be like, let me do it, Bear. I'm going to try it this time. No, don't tell me how to do it. I'm going to make this. I'm going to swing from this palm frond. Woo! <laughs> Thunk. Dead. Or like we would I can take on this boar. <laughs> <laughs> no, we I want to drink my piss too. 
we would have one shot. Like we would have one flare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'd have one flare as a, and a we're waiting for a boat and you'd be like, I got this. And you'd set it off and it'd be like the opposite direction. <laughs> That or I'd be like, I'm just going to check it. Oh, no. <laughs> they went off. Yeah. But you would try your best to help. I would try my best. What would I do? Paul, I'm a little worried you're going to go feral. <laughs> Much like my cat. Yeah. Like, I'm a little worried that, yeah, you like, I know you keep saying that, like you said earlier today. That you I talk so much that the, I can't remember. No, that you like the idea of the outdoors, but not actually or like roughing it. Right. But not actually roughing it. If you were forced to only rough it. Yeah. Part of me thinks that like I'd still try to keep on some semblance of society and you'd like pop out of the woods with like <laughs> just mud on your face as paint, like in camouflage, <laughs> holding a boar. <laughs> being like, I got this for us. And I befriended his friend. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. You killed the boar and now have a pack of boar children. <laughs> I love that future for me. Yeah. I think what would happen is I'd get bored too quickly. Uh-huh. <laughs> like in the first hour. Sure. I think that's going to do it for us. I think that's going to do it for us. Thank you for being with us for yet another week. Uh, before we go, we are going to do our signature segment. Earnest moment of the week. Imatra. Now, Paula, we've got a bunch of Imatwas from our live show. We do. Now, we we don't have anybody's names on them. Yes. Thank you, everyone who came out. That was so fun. It was really fun. And thank you to Deanna Ortiz and our and, and Crushes, uh, one of our best friends and a, a, one of the best podcasts. So give them a listen. And we will have more live shows in the future, yeah. probably. But so what we had is the audience uh, wrote down some Imatwas. We were not able to get through all of them because lots of people wrote them down, which was really lovely. Yes. Um, so we're going to list them out now. If it was yours, let us know in the comments or replies. Yes. Okay, so the one I have randomly drawn from this stack is my grandma spent $45 on shipping to send me back a $10 gift. Oh. <laughs> Which is so adorable and so grandma in the best way, like a movie grandma. I want to know what the gift was. And where was the where was it coming from? Yeah, I know. I was like <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Grandma bought the largest flat rate box just in case. <laughs> this one from another listener. Went to my friend's bachelorette party last weekend. While laying in the bride's bed after five hours of wine tours. Oh my God. We talked about why we are each other's quote unquote number one. I'm officiating the wedding next month. Heart. It's so sweet. That's so sweet. <laughs> it's so earnest. Because it's like, you know, I, I imagine it's very hard when like someone who has been in your life for longer than the person they're choosing to spend their life with is now like this is another person and it's like yeah. you're legally becoming bonded to this other person. Yeah. But to have a moment where you just this is what the friggin' podcast is about is just saying how you feel and putting it out in the open and saying that you're each other's number ones, yes. even if legally you're getting a tax break by having someone else be a number one. Yeah. That I and love Captain that. that and Captain Crunch. Yeah. 
Thank you, as always, to Ryan Cruz for our logo. She's at RB Cruiser on Instagram. And to Dylan Dutch for our theme song. He's at Dylan Dutch on Twitter. And give us a follow on the old social media. Ye oldie so, social media. We do so on there. Uh, we are at Being Earnest Pod just across the board. Yep. Simply search it and you will find it. Uh, also, we would love to hear from you. We are, uh, so send us an Instagram message first off. We're both maybe addicted. Maybe. <laughs> maybe addicted. Uh, but also we are. We text each other when fans send things and we're like, do you want to respond to it? Yes, we get very excited. Um, also fans. I know, right? <laughs> uh, anyway, so if you want to send something our way, we're beingearnestpod at gmail.com. We want your suggestions of themes and your imachwas and your comments or ideas. And we also have that new segment with uh, your weird ancestors. Yep. Yeah. The family tree one. So send us that. We would love to hear from you. Small town uh, festivals from your hometowns. Yes. Please. We're begging you. Yes. Please. Also, we are uh, starting to put stuff up on YouTube as well. So check us out there. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, and then also, you know, we hate to keep asking, but if you can have a second to rate and review us on iTunes yeah, or, or in, Apple Podcasts or whatever it is. Yeah. Also, if you have a friend that you think would like the podcast, it really goes a long way. I know I listen to a lot of podcasts. I happen to be a little podcast fiend, but it always is. I, I don't just find podcasts. I really hear about them from word of mouth. So if you're that friend in your friend group who listens to podcasts and you listen to this and you like it, a recommendation from you goes just so far. And uh, if you do that and someone else starts listening because of it, uh, let us know and we may be able to send a little something your way. Josh says that like we have something. What are you going to send him? Something from, from the office? We've got some stuff. We have stuff? We have stuff. What do we have? We have thumbtacks in here? Yeah, we've got some puppets. I have a puppet on the table. But speaking of referring people, we want to say a huge thank you to our good friend Kennedy. Yes. Who's the best. And uh, and Kennedy posted a very kind message on Instagram referring people to us. So thanks, yes. Kennedy. That's so nice of you. We really do appreciate it. And, yes. uh, and you're just wonderful. And until next week, just remember, if you're booking a cruise, make sure one of the other themed cruises on it isn't the Kid Rock cruise. Is that a Kid Rock song? Yep, sounds like it. (laughs) Okay, bye everybody. Thanks so much. See you next week.